like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... Go-go time. Now, normally, listeners, uh, I would say that two tractor trailers uh, colliding on the freeway is not a big deal. Well, it's a big deal if you are in tractor trailer one or tractor trailer two. Sure. Or behind tractor trailer one or two. Let's be clear, right? Like, two trucks hitting each other is not great. This is a daily occurrence, though. I get what you're saying. It causes a traffic jam. It's a pain in the ass. But what is... Really exciting about some of them is um, when a man wearing one sock boxers and a t-shirt jumps from the moving semi and then runs down the shoulder of the highway taking off his clothes uh, while walking out into traffic. <laughs> one sock. Yes. Boxers. Yes. No shirt. And, yes. and a t-shirt. Correct. And then continued to strip. Yeah. Because... Because being naked means he wasn't at the scene of the accident? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe he was trying to get away with something. Maybe he had been like snorting lines of cocaine. Yeah. 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 Got in the accident. Got cocaine all over his clothes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And thought, you know, I'll get, I'll get out of this. Ah. Nudie booty. Nudie booty. I should have read farther into the article. Oh. Uh, uh, Department of Public Safety said that the suspect told the trooper that he had hitched a ride on the semi unbeknownst to the driver. Oh, <laughs> oh no, he's a stowaway. GPS says the suspect pounded the semi dr- a driver's back window to tell him he wanted off this truck <laughs> and may he have tried off the to tr- get into passenger compartment when he jumped off. <laughs> Wait, did he cause the accident by startling the driver? Hey, let me off this crazy ah! thing. Smash. Fuck off. And nudie booty. And then nudie booty. Yeah, I still don't understand the nudie booty aspect. I mean, I, I that's a move. I you know feel what? you. Here's the thing. He was high on cocaine. Needed to a be, ride to, to get more a, cocaine. Yes. To be the powerful one in a situation is great. To be the powerful one in a situation whilst nude yeah. is better. <laughs> I agree. If I, if I had a, a half nude man pound on my window yes i'd be like i'm not in control of this situation no not anymore yeah or if you were like oh my god that guy's running across traffic on a freeway weird oh my god that guy's running across traffic in the freeway yeah yeah that's a power move is that is a power move (laughs) this man is you know what i mean that feels like the more power that feels like the amped up version of that move yeah the extremely powerful because no you think about it what cop in probably you know, kind of maybe <laughs> he's just sitting there is doing the windmill, being like, gotta catch me, gotta catch me. Exactly. Which cop is gonna want to touch this naked man? He's My just computer. his face is covered in cocaine and yep. he's just like just bouncing his around. billy balls all around, just being like, <laughs> go and get me, go and get me. I'm sorry, my computer sounds like a jet engine right now. It normally does not sound like this during the show. I'm a little concerned about it. No, hey, no, hey well, guys, if the show blows up, I warned you. <laughs> Oopsie. You shouldn't have let your computer do all the kicking. It's pounding on my back going, hey, let me off this crazy <laughs> I want, I want off this podcast. This, this mile marker is where I want off. I'm out. <laughs> that is such a, to stow away and then be like, 
exit, please. Yeah. Hi, thank you for the ride. I'd like to get off now. Like you're on the bus and you just ring the bell. Like, that's not what's happening, buddy. Yeah, you didn't pay for this ride. This man did not know you were on his truck. Also, how much would you... Because, like, that truck would probably been driving for hours. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, someone knocks on his window. He's been in there the whole time. Startling. Mm Mm-hmm. The stuff of nightmares. Yeah. And, it was, and it, also it is, of legends. A man with one sock missing. One sock. Well, and he obviously already jacked off into the other sock. <laughs> yeah, obviously. I mean, I feel like that, and that I didn't even need to explain that. Everyone, Everyone just assumed that. that, right? I can't I can't finish until the truck starts moving. Yeah. And then he, he finished and then he's like, okay, thank you. Now I would like off of this ride. He lost his pants in the act of masturbating. So now he's only got the That's boxers That's why the boxers on. are, yeah, because yeah. it, yeah. it has the easy access slot in the front. Exactly. And he's like, I can't be dealing with my pants around my ankles. Just all of it off. True. Yeah. And maybe he's recently taking up jogging. Maybe. And so as he started to run away from the truck, he got some nipple chafe going Ooh. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he oh, was like, shirt immediately Classic. has to come off. Yeah, Classic yeah. occurrence. Can't have bleedy boobies. No. God yeah. forbid. That's like a stigmata nobody wants. No. Yeah. Boob stigmata. Fuck it. It's a boob mata. through the nipples in order to attach them to the cross. <laughs> Jesus Christ. My nipples are bleeding just like Christ. Just like <laughs> Christ. <laughs> just like Jesus. I'm very uh, happy it's not Easter this weekend. No. <laughs> no. But you know, you know who is just like Jesus? Hi. Hi. Yes, we are. Welcome to the Booze and Bruce podcast. We're the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We drink the medically appropriate beer. And much like Jesus, we won't stop if our nipples chafe. No. Hell no. Hell no. We are. We will run through the pain. Yeah. Our nipples chafe for your to forgive for, your for sins. You. For your sins. <laughs> our nipples chafe to give you forgiveness for your sins. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. You're welcome. This what, is the gift the we sacrifice? give to you. We'll let the listeners decide. That's right. My nipples or your sins. Yes. Done. My my nipples be your sins. Listen and find out. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that is good. Uh, Speaking of that, is good. So this week, it is good. It's better now that it's sat for an hour. Yeah. Um. So this week we are doing something kind of fun out there, left field. Never thought of it. Never did it. Um, but we're going to tell you all about haunted Indonesia, Indonesia. And now you may ask, why? How did you come upon this this wonderful topic? Haunted Indonesia. Great question. Well, our burr this week is called Get Toasty. uh, Get Toasty. And it's a coconut porter from Trademark Brewing in Long Beach. And, and, And Tuna was like. Where do coconuts grow? I was like, where do coconuts come from? And the Google was very helpful in saying, by and large, your coconuts come from Indonesia. Yeah. So we were like, that's something we've never done, never thought to do. Let's fucking give it a go. Yeah, let's do Haunted Indonesia. And so here we go. We're going to give it a go, you guys. Let's go. So uh, I had to I had to write down the pronunciation. Okay. Uh, because... I am white. And you're a professional. Because <laughs> you're not Indonesian. Because I am not Indonesian. Do your best. So for a mess story, I'm going to tell you about Lawong Soyu. Very good. And I wrote it down, Soyu. 
So you. Lawong So you. Lawong So you. Super authentic pronunciation. All right. Very proud of you. I feel like I'm there. Yes. Yeah. So Lawong So you translates to Thousand Doors. Ooh. Um, very spooky. And it is the former headquarters of the Dutch East Indies Railway Company. I was going to say, it's the former headquarters of Monsters, Inc. And Sully has to go into the door room and then get Boo out of the thing. It's very yep. cute. Pixar movie, Monsters, Inc. Go watch it. It came out like a million years ago. Yep. It's still cute. Available on Disney+. Plus. Yep. <laughs> Bing. Um, so locals named the building as such due to the numerous doors and windows. <laughs> due to the thousand adorned. doors it had. Are there a thousand doors? No, but there are 600 windows. Close. Oh, That's close to a thousand. What? Good enough. Yeah. But they didn't want to call the house house of 600 windows. Fuck no. <laughs> Be like, look at that place. What does that look like? It looks That's like it's a- got about a thousand doors. That's that's a, that's got like a thousand doors. That's a way shittier horror movie title. The House of Six Hundred Windows. It is House of a Thousand Doors. Can be I'll bet it's here. bright and airy. <laughs> so much sunlight. Imagine in the, the eastern exposure. Such natural light. Yeah. Um. So the building is located in Semarang, the capital city of Central Java, which itself. Okay, so Indonesia is an island archipelago. Right. Sure, understood. <laughs> It's on the left side of mm-hmm. the islands, close-ish to Singapore and Malaysia. So it's over there. Got it. So it's in Asia, part of Asia? Yeah. Yeah. It's in the Asia it, part it, of Asia. It, yeah. Do it, you see it in your mind's eye? Now, nobody, uh, here's what I want you to do. I want you to not look at Google Maps. Yeah. And I want you to do is I want you to draw me a picture of Indonesia, oh, and then I want you to email at boozeandbrewspodcast at gmail.com. I want to see if you can even begin to picture what this looks what like. What this country looks I like. I know you can't. <laughs> I went to the American I, school system like no I did. No cheating. Yeah. I could because I looked it up this morning, but <laughs> other than that. Yeah. Nope. I'd be like, look, I know there's a bunch of islands. Good luck. The end. If you do it without looking at Google, I'll send you something. I'm not promising it's going to be good, but I will send you something. It might be $5,000. Get them undies. Could be $5,000. Could be undies. Who knows? We will send you cash and prizes worth up to $5,000. Yeah. And it's just a pair of undies. No, it's like a penny. It's up to $5,000. Up to. Up to. It's It's a snickel. Um. So the building was designed by Cosmin Citroen. Oh, Mm -hmm. Uh, Cosmic Citrus. Yes, Cosmic Citrus, who seems to have been the architect, the architect for the Dutch East Indies. Okay, nice. Apparently designed numerous numbers, numerous numbers, yes, numerous numbers of buildings. Numerous numbers. uh, In Indonesia, (laughs) which were colonized by the Dutch, in case we haven't figured that part out. Yeah, I use a lot of Dutch shit in Indonesia. Yes, Uh, including Eddie Van Halen. Well, he's the product of Dutch and Indonesian. Very good. Rest in peace, Eddie. R.I.P. Eddie. I was like, was he from Indonesia? No, he was from the Netherlands, but his dad was Dutch and his mom was Indonesian. Yes. Okay, so he's of Indonesian heritage. Correct. Gotcha. Um, So uh, Cosmic Citrus designed the building in the Dutch rationalism style. Oh, Oh, this is so rational. You know what would be more rational? 600 windows. 600 windows. But all of of them will be cubes. So, so the Dutch rationalism style is something that is sort of traditional, sort of modern. A little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. percent rational. Oh. All these windows have a purpose. All of them. Oh, every, is the purpose to let air in and light? Yes. Because that's rational. the purpose of every window. Rational. So you pretty much so, every house is rational. Yes. In the, in the Dutch rational sense. In the Dutch sense. rationalism style, if you have a window that is meant to serve for air and light, rational. Success. 
But if you have no, like a window that's supposed to be a blender, that's an irrational style. Yes, the Dutch if you have a superfluous window, that's not fucking Dutch rational. No, it's not. No. And they will kick you out of Dutchness. Dutchdom. Dutch ra- rationality. Yep. Dutchdom. You, you can't wear those buckle hats anymore. Or no, shoes. or your wooden shoes. Yeah. You have to burn them. They'll uh, kick you out of your Dutchie. So construction began in 1904 on the A building, which was completed in 1907. The rest of the complex, including a tunnel connecting the main building to the harbor, uh, was finished in 1919, and the Dutch East Indies Railway moved in. Things ran wrong ran along fairly smoothly until 1942 when Japan invaded the island, much like the rest of Asia. And yeah, I was like, control- ooh, ooh, war. War. Uh, and took control of the buildings. Um, the basement of the B building became a prison where the Japanese would torture and kill prisoners, usually by chopping off their heads and throwing their bodies in a corner. Fun! Yuck. Fun. Very, very fun. While the war technically ended in September of 1945, the Japanese didn't immediately abandon Indonesia. And didn't, they didn't get the memo. They didn't. Well, they got the memo. So this they was just a, crumpled it up, put it in the circular file. They said, I'm going to deal with that later. No. So they were still there and um, I lost my spot. Whoops. And they didn't abandon the building. So they were still using the building. But it was For no, beheadings? Obviously, obviously, it was no longer like a prison execution style, but they were just like hanging out there, I think. Oh, just chilling. Yeah. So at that point, there were Japanese POWs because the Allies had won the war. So they had some people still hanging out in this building. They had others in a POW camp and there were just other Japanese people kind of wandering around on the island. And the reason for that, which I learned, was because after the Japanese surrendered, um, Douglas MacArthur put Louis Mountbatten, uh, uncle of the now deceased Prince Philip. I was like, oh, zombie Philip. Zombie mm. Philip's uncle. Mountbatten. Louis Mountbatten um, put him in charge of the um basically of managing the japanese until allied forces got to asia because at that point there really weren't allied forces over there Mm. so what they said was okay japan lewis said you guys stay there until allies come you maintain law and order even though we beat you and you don't really need to be in this country anymore so you maintain until we get there so the 16th army that is the weirdest fucking move yeah and, that and, is a weird move. And they did. It was just so fucking bizarre where they're like, okay, you're right. We lost. We'll just sit here, chill, hang out until people come and take over and then we leave. Oh. Cool. I mean, okay. Sure. Good. Yeah. I guess. Um, so anyway, the 16th Army of Japan was stationed uh, in Semarang and they decided they would go one step further and they ordered local Indonesian leaders to maintain law and order with the Japanese forces sort of serving as assistance. So if things got out of hand internally, the Japanese would be there with weapons essentially to be like, I've got a gun. You listen to this person. So they actually tried to pass it off onto the local leaders. Okay, but with their backup being Japan, which again, feels like a weird move. It, it is a bit of a weird move. And so the Indonesian leaders and their army, they they saw that as being a bit weird, especially since they still have guns. So they said, please, you, you need to surrender your weapons. At this point, all of your guns belong to us. And, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and we're going to collect them and we're going to manage everything until the Dutch come. Because at that point... Yeah, that's fair. At that point... Indonesia had declared its independence, but the Dutch didn't recognize it. 
that's a whole other issue. Yeah. Um, Shocking. White people didn't want to let that go. What? So anyway, they were waiting for the Dutch to come back and the Japanese said, no, we're not. Well, first they said, sure, we'll do it. And then when they went to Sawang, uh, Luang Siu to be like, give us your ship back, they said, no, we're not going to. So they said, we've checked you, stab. <laughs> so that actually led then to the Bulu prison massacre where over 100 Japanese POWs were killed. And then fighting between the Indonesian people and the Japanese army still stationed there got started for rails. Um, okay, so war created another war. Essentially, yeah. Smaller baby war. Smaller baby war. The numbers um, are, no one really knows because the Japanese will say that thousands of Indonesians died and like six of their people die, and vice versa on the Indonesian side. But thousands of people died um, okay. from both sides of this. and Losses of human life. Who cares were, what country they're from? Exactly. And five employees of the Luang Siu died in during the fight as well because what had happened was to take back the building which the japanese army was kind of using as their base they used the underground tunnels um to come in from the harbor and do a sneaky sneak attack and be like uh-huh. Haha, you didn't know about these tunnels give us your building back um and five employees died but they eventually sneaky tunnels give me the building give me the building and it, it worked eventually the indonesians gained control the japanese eventually oh, you did a tunnel sneak you win oh you got me I suppose. Wish we would have known about these sneaky tunnels. Got me. Ah, yeah. So um, the Indonesian army won the fight, took over the building, and it was later, uh, after the war, it became the Indonesian Railway Company, but eventually, over time, trains, not a cool thing anymore, and the building fell into disrepair. Um, okay. Be- between 2009 and 2011, the governor of uh, the central Java, essentially, had the building reno- renovated and reopened as a tourist attraction. Okay, makes sense. You got a big ass building. It's a really cool looking building when it's not all dilapidated and gross. Um, And but no matter how much renovation is done, the building cannot shake the spooky vibe. And that's because they're ghosts. Which makes sense, given how much death there was in this building. Hey, it's my my turn to do ghost adventures today. You don't get to do (laughs) that. Sorry. There's just a lot of death. Um, So there are reports of headless spirits. Natch. Uh, wandering the grounds and corridors, just probably looking for their heads. Yeah, I get it. All residual. So they, they don't, obviously, they have no heads. They don't know who these people are. Um, but they are nameless. Yeah, hard faceless. to do a retina scan on that ghost. <laughs> Be like, well, I can tell by his butt. That's definitely Joe's butt. Oh, definitely Joe's butt. Yep. That's that's the ghost We've of done Joe. extensive butt research. Butt research. <laughs> yeah. We looked Joe at had the, the best photos. dumpster. That's definitely Joe. Yeah. We scoured the ancient tomes for photographs of butts. <laughs> yeah. um, there are also reports of a spirit of a Dutch woman haunting the basement. Um, it's believed she was killed by the Japanese and is now haunting the location. Yeah, because she's grumpy. Yeah, she's Get it. grumpy. Get it. Uh, nothing is really known about her, but she's often described as wearing all white, a lady in white if, if you will, if you will. Um, a ghost hunting group uh investigated the basement and may have captured the ghost onto video oh captured onto video yeah they set out to capture onto video what they saw and they did jesus christ you're doing my whole show <laughs> sorry raw sorry extreme, extreme. um that that it is a raw extreme episode yes. you guys get uh, excited they're all raw and extreme <laughs> This is raw or an extreme earth. <laughs> Super raw. 
Um, anyway, tune in on Friday. Um, but yeah, so they, they capture, it was in the doorway. And so this guy's just sitting there in the dark and you have like the night vision camera. He's just kind of leaning up against the wall and there's a door in the back and it's all black. And then you see this like whitish sort of misty figure show up, stand in the doorway for a bit and then dissipate. And it's kind of cool. You can kind of see like the shape ish Mm -hmm. of a person. Um, but there was definitely like a white misty thing that came in and went away. Captured onto video. Captured onto video. Um, There's also an urban legend tied to the building. Um, And it is claimed that in addition to the Dutch lady in white and all the headless spirits, this building is haunted by a, oh boy, Kuntalanak or Pontiac. I'm just going to call it a Pontiac. Okay. I was like a a, a cunt of knack. A cunt of knack and a Pontiac. Uh, One knacky cunt. Wow. <laughs> and a Pontiac. We got it's just a Pontiac full of vaginas. Just a <laughs> <laughs> this GTO is full of Gucci. Hell this yeah. GTO is good to go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, the These are often described as a, an astral female spirit or spectral woman with long, sharp fingernails. Oh, fingies! She's got long fingernails. So she usually is masquerading as a beautiful woman with pale skin, red eyes, and dark hair. Oh, uh, she's masquerading. Is she a demon? She's a bit of a beastie demon. Um, she's typically described as wearing a blood-smeared white dress. A little smeary. Uh, is that time of the month? Yeah, and once you get close enough, she shapeshifts into a horrifying monster, beast, or ghost <laughs> resembling Dracul. Ooh, Ooh, Dracul! So she's a bit of a vampire. The original Dracula owner shapeshifters of fingies. Of fingies. She's a fingy Dracul. Pretty cool. Um... So the uh, good to go Pontiac only appears when there is a full moon and you will know she is in the area because she will announce her presence with the sound of infants crying <laughs> or ladies laughing. The oh, so one of the one of the 12 days of Christmas. A little bit. Um, the <laughs> 12 ladies crying. <laughs> 11. 12 infants crying. 11 ladies laughing. And one a drunk cool creaky with fingies. Ten creepy fingies. (laughs) Um, The quieter the sounds. More screaming babies, more crying babies, crying babies. And a GTO that's ready to go. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Uh, No, so the quieter the sounds, uh, the closer the Pontiac is. Oh, the quieter it is, the closer it is. She's trying to trick you false sense of security oh it's far away she's far away nah motherfucker she's right behind you oh Aww. motherfucker others believe that her when- and all her cunts are coming to get you <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a monster that's a that's a car full of pussy <laughs> i really it's like, like a transformer a veritable clown when- car of pussy hell yeah hashtag yeah. feminism right that's it's time totally. i want this to be a transformer and i want her to transform into just like Transformer vagina Vaginas. disguise. <laughs> yes. I, you know what? I'd buy the toy. Um, others believe that when dogs howl during the full moon, a Pontiac is around, but again, not close. So if you hear the, if it's a dog crying, lady laughing, or a baby crying, she is near. 
Okay, um, so so basically, silence is worse. Silence is the worst because that okay. means she is upon you. Um, people also believe she announces herself with the smell of plumeria, which is also how teenage girls in the nineties and two thousands announced their presence. Oh yeah, Abs- from if Bath and Body Works was doing a three for five sale. Ooh shit! Um, but the plumeria follows is followed close by the smell of rotting corpses. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Also, like a teenage girl. A little bit, yeah. Look, showering. Hormones are hard. It really is. And when you have to shower like daily sometimes because you just stink, it's tough. It's tough. Those moans, those hormones. They make you run laps in gym and then like go to math class. Yeah. And they're like, you have four seconds to shower with all of your classmates. Like, I'm going to get naked in front of these idiots. You have four minutes to shower with all of your classmates and you're 13 and super insecure. So insecure about what you look like. And the shower water is always freezing. I'm having flashbacks. And you're on your period and you have a big bloody pad. Yes. Oh. Oh, God. Man. It was tough. It's hard. It was so hard. So sometimes you smell like rotting. <laughs> it's natural. What? Long and short of it, sometimes just just filth, meat, yep. rotting flesh. That's right. The 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 cunty Pontiac kills her victims by using her long fingies to remove the organs oh my God. of her prey and eats them. Ooh, nom nom. Nom nom. And if the victim's eyes are open. During said attack, she will suck the eyes out of their head. It's delicious. It's like um, it's a, an amuse bouche. Like, oh, it's like a boba tea. <laughs> a little bit. Um, to subdue a Pontiac, and good luck doing that, you must drive a nail through the top of her head. Oh. And that will control her. Mind control. Then she will be a normal, subservient woman vampire. So it won't even kill her? It just like yeah. calms her down? And that's why fuck the patriarchy, you, you that, guys. You just get a cool friend out of it. That's, yeah, we are unstoppable. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so that is... Once we reach our final form, which is apparently a Pontiac full of vaginas, yeah. we are nearly unstoppable. <laughs> we are unstoppable unless you drive a nail through my forehead, or the top of my head, which and then, I And then you become a cool friend. Yeah, but if your eyeballs are open while I'm attacking you, I suck out your eyeballs. Good luck finding the top of my head. Yeah, good luck. That's right. Just groping blindly in the dark. Blindly plus, you can't. Plus, you can't hear me because all the babies went silent. Yep, it's true. You don't even know where I am. I'm a ghost. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. And that's I'm the wind. The wind. So that, friends, is the story of the Luang Siu in Indonesia. That thing's creepy. That's creepy place, man. Yeah. I like and it's it. a museum. It's open now. It's open now. Um, they, they, the, the government definitely does not lean into the ghostiness. They are trying to do all of these renovations to make the place less creepy because so many people report really gross feelings in the basement. People see ghosts all the time and the government's like, that's probably not good for business. Lies. It's totally good for business. It's great for business. Great Hell for yeah. business. But they don't like it. I don't know if it's a cultural thing or what, but they're trying to be like, nope, there's no ghosts here. Everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if you do like Indonesian ghosts, hang around because we got another one coming up for you. Woo! Hey, everybody, it's your old pal, Engineer Bob. And if there's one thing that I love, it's a car full of vaginas. Hey, I'd like to thank uh, SissyJ2021 for your great review and continued support uh, that you have carried through onto the internets. You 
are great. The rest of you people are animals, and you didn't send a review or tell everybody how great we are, so that you're you fucked up. Hey, I'd also like to thank Trinity for going to patreon.com slash booze and bruise and giving us her money. Uh, if you go there, you can get audio episodes, video episodes, show sketches. It's a lot of fun. You don't pay that much. You support this great show that you love. You're listening to it. Get on the get on the fucking car to Happy Town. Also, social media websites. We got them. You want them. Social media. Twitter is Booze and Bruce. Facebook is Booze and Bruce. And Instagram is Booze and Bruce Podcast. All right, that's it for me. Now back to the show. Oh, we, are we ready now? We've had technical difficulties. Wife, say something. I'm going to say okay, something. Okay, yeah, it worked. I, th- that was very strange. Anyway, we're good now. Yay! Hey, Engineer Bob. Back. Engineer Bob <laughs> saw an engineering problem and caught it right away and fixed it. That's how great he is. Great oh at his my job. God. So smart. So you could Humble. like not do anything for the next six months because that's about all the engineering we need from you. Well, that's my plan. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good gig. Yeah. It's a good gig. To be fair, you have set it up so that it flows so seamlessly so you don't need to do any work on it. Yes. You pre-engineered. So yeah, the engineering I pre-engineered process. so that there's no post-engineering. Yes. I'm just Amazing. I'm just really great at my job. So I'm so good at it. Uh, very also, handsome, very th- smart. Yes. For those people who used to think we edit this podcast, that's adorable that you think we would take the time to edit this. Oh yeah, we've never we've never edited this podcast once. That's, I don't do that. No. <laughs> this goes up. Look, raw. engineering is only to an extent. Yeah, engineering yes. is to make sure that the levels are good, to make sure it's nice and compressed. It sounds nice when you get on the internet. I I don't care what we say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if any of the jokes are duds. I tell a lot of the worst ones. (laughs) If you wonder what it's like to like sit down with us for an hour and a half. Yeah. This This is is it. it. Yeah. Yeah. If I, if I cut the dud jokes out, I just wouldn't talk on the podcast ever. (laughs) So I can't remove them. I don't know that we'd get complaints. So. Oh. We don't get complaints that I do suck though. So we're keeping them in. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Weirdly, people love Engineer Bob. Don't know why. Uh Mm, Interesting. Anyway, I'm going to stop making Engineer Bob feel good about himself because it's really off-brand for me. It's true. So it's true. I'm going to move. <laughs> Tell me about more Indonesia. So I'm I told you earlier about- my ass was ready. Indonesian ghosts. So first off, I would just like to say that when I Googled Indonesian ghosts, the first thing that came up was an article from April of last year Ooh. when we first had COVID issues. And Indonesia had 4,500 cases. Yep. They were very concerned. Yeah. And so they got a bunch of volunteers to dress up like ghosts yep. and wander through cities in yep. the nighttime yep. to make people stay inside and socially yep. distance. Did it work? Yeah. It did work. It worked. It's incredible. People are so afraid of ghosts in Indonesia that they got these volunteers to like wear, they're basically like white sheets with like black eye makeup and walk around and they were like, holy shit, there's ghosts outside. We have to stay home. I don't want to be a ghost to get COVID. I don't want to be a ghost. I don't want to see a ghost. ghost? Yeah. They also took all their police motorcycle helmets and made them look like Corona molecules. Oh my God. As a way to like spread awareness about coronavirus. And it worked. We should have done the same. Yeah. No. No, see, in America, we would have chased those ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. And we would have been like, oh, there's a ghost outside. Let's beat it up. Yeah. Yeah. This is how we give. That's the American way. This is how we give Zach Baggins coronavirus. Uh oh. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. So I am going to tell you about another Indonesian haunted location. I'm going to tell you about Jeruk Parut Cemetery. Yep. Yep. Love it. Yep. Dead people are buried. Per- 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 cemetery. So first, 
Again, like Melly did, I'm going to give you a little background about Indonesia. Yes. Because I assume you don't know shit. No, I just learned uh, that the they had Dutch influence when yeah, I was No, they were largely Dutch for years. I learned that Indonesia is the largest island nation. Oh. It is also the 14th largest nation in the world. Would you have guessed that? No. Is, is that by population? Yes, yeah, okay. seems high, right? Because I was like, I was like, hang on a goddamn second. One, Australia's bigger. Shut up. Like, <laughs> but no, you meant by population. Um, There's a lot so of it, it's uh, highest population by spiders is probably it, Australia. Australia. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, maybe Indonesia. Um, so you were like, as Melly said, Indonesia just consists of a bunch of islands. Yeah. Correct. How many islands do you think are in Indonesia? One hundred. More. Two hundred more 350 17,000 would have taken me a minute to get there yeah, I don't think <laughs> we I would have got there. there it wouldn't have been good radio 17,000 <laughs> islands wait and 400 <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna be like add a zero um they have over 270 million people Wow. That's a lot of people. Um, and the largest part of Indonesia is the island of Java, mm-hmm. uh, which is the world's most populous island. It's also where like half the Indonesian population lives on Java. Mm. Oh, shoot. Um, Coffee and land. Ja- yes. And Jakarta is the capital of Java. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's where my story hails from. That's how we got here. Okay. And uh, people call Jakarta... Uh, as a joke, they call it the big durian, like the big apple. Oh my god! But durian because Indonesia is also the largest producer of the durian fruit, which, which smells like hot garbage. It's just disgusting. I can't even remember what it's, it smells like. I remember we didn't you bring us durian yeah, fruit? Once I made and you really eat durian gross. candy. Candy, yeah. and we when I brought it, it back from China, it was nasty. Yeah, super gross. So Jakarta is called as like a joke the big, big durian. durian. I get it. And I like so, it. Clever. Clever. Yes. So Jeruk Perut Cemetery is in South Jakarta. And as we said, Jakarta is the capital of Java, which is the capital of Indonesia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the most populous city by far. Yeah. Um, so the cemetery is 9.12 hectares. Sure. Yep. That's and one of my you, favorite measurements. For you Americans, that's about 22 acres. Oh. Okay. I Googled it. I looked it up. I did a conversion. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Um, So it is one of only four public cemeteries within Jakarta. So think about a city like New York City that only has four Four cemeteries. cemeteries. Mm. Are people like buried on top of each other? I'd imagine they're just private cemeteries after that where you have to like pay as opposed to like get... Well, you have to... You have to pay for all of them. Cemetery space is a big issue in Jakarta. Do they just like burn, like cremate and then blow into the wind a la Big Lebowski? Mm. No, you end up having to be buried outside of Jakarta. Oh. Um, you have to be buried in the suburbs. Like, you have to be buried in the valley. Oh, my God. Mm. My mortal remains are going to be buried in the valley. Yeah. So, the Perut, the so the Jeruk Perut Cemetery was, was estid in 1978, mm. but cool. it was actually a cemetery long before that because it was an original cemetery from the original Dutch colonizers that showed up. Oh. So, it's been a cemetery for a long ass time, but it's been a public city cemetery since the 1970s. Okay. Um, and uh, since the city has taken it over, it is now predominantly, almost 100% now a Muslim cemetery. Okay. Mm. Which, um, which obviously the original Dutch cemetery was, was not. Was not. Oh. 
um, I this will be important later. Muslims. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dutch Um So in the mid aughts, they expanded the cemetery by a huge chunk through what's called a Waqif land grant. I was going to say, by the introduction of uh, skyscrapers for dead bodies. Yeah. <laughs> no, pretty much. No. So Waqif, it's basically, it's this Islamic law that only exists in predominantly Muslim countries where it's basically like you're donating the land for the use of religious purposes, but you still own the land, but you can't ever undonate the land or take it back or use it for anything else. So I assume it's like you are still paying the property taxes, oh. but the church gets to do what they want with Boom. it. Mm. And and so they've used it to expand the cemetery because it was kind of needed for public use. Mm-hmm. No, you buy it off me, bitch. Capitalism. Yeah, no, they were. It was it was donated, and it was donated because whoever owned this land, it was. It, Wikipedia kept saying that it was um, squatters, and I was like, the unhoused were living yes. on this land. Okay. So they kicked all the unhoused. extreme outdoors enthusiasts out. <laughs> yes. To put more dead people in. To put dead people in. Why don't they just yes. dig downward? Make catacombs go deeper. Like those. Ma- um, make some chuds. Yeah. Oh, create oh, a whole yeah, race of chuds. Oh boy. Java chuds. Java chud. <laughs> That's what's up. And Java chud. It sounds like the sequel to chud. Hell yeah. Um, it's also the only, and it has more land around it that could later be granted again through more religious grants. So it's the only cemetery that has expanded and could further expand within the city of Jakarta. Oh, okay. So because of that, it's a pretty big, pretty important cemetery because cemetery space is really hard Limited, to come by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you Google the cemetery, two main things will, well, three main things will come up. Who is the most One, famous person buried there? Steve Jakarta. <laughs> okay, funny story. So the list of famous people was like four people long and I had heard of none of them. Oh. But one of them was credited as an actor and actor and model come politician and i read that as actor one job model come politician second job and i was like what's a model come politician (laughs) ask melania trump i was like and then i was like oh model coom politician model uh, actor and model turned into politician but i first read it as actor model Model come politician yeah Everybody looks to this like when I'm thinking about becoming a cum politician. I look to this guy. Yeah, yeah, he's he really the knows best. How to do he's it. the model cum politician. Yeah. <laughs> a number one model cum. Citizens politician. of Java, vote with your jizz. <laughs> yeah, I'm your cum politician. Jacket <laughs> so, in the streets. We're gonna change the world with our dicks. <laughs> so that is uh, 15 seconds of what it's like to live in Tuna's head. Uh-huh. <laughs> model cum politician. Yeah. Um. So, no, in 2015, a, quote, tomb guard, which is what they call, like, the security guard to the cemetery. That's a cool name. uh, Tomb guard Muhammad Yusuf uh, was found, he hanged himself in the, in the, I assume, frangipani trees, but all I hear is frangipan, which is... Deli- it's a delicious, delicious uh, yes. dessert. Yeah. So what a delicious these, way to die. So he hung himself in these trees in the cemetery, and like visitors to the cemetery found him the next day. Mm. And they're not sure why. Probably some mental health issues. Also, the cemetery is super haunted, so some people think it drove him to do that. Oh. But what is interesting is it's a bunch of local articles about it, 
And I think Google Translate, like, missed some stuff. Uh-huh. Because in the English versions of the article, it said um, that he had hanged himself and his body was unmolested except for his, quote, mangled genitals with sperm removed. <laughs> um... Uh, I had so many questions. Right there, baby. That, that is your How do they know? Look, there was How shit. did they know? He masturbated before he committed. He completed if, suicide. How do they know the sperm was removed? If because they, the jizz was on his shirt. If, or They if could the, see it if visibly. They, if I'm making cut, a lot of motions. You cut the balls off. It's hard to make it. You can't produce <laughs> yes. more. That's that's what I assumed was like maybe he castrated himself before he hanged himself. <gasps> but it was just like mu- genital mut- genitals mutilated with sperm removed. Could have been eaten by wolves. Maybe the rest bats. of this they just ate the dangly bits. They yeah. like the dick hungry legs bats of Jakarta. You, don't you know. can look it it's up. A was that in your Jakarta article the dick hungry bats of Jakarta? No, I read nothing the about the dick hungry bats <laughs> of Jakarta. <laughs> My research was lacking Dick hungry bats. Well, that is unfortunate. <laughs> Push pause. Go back. No, I did. No, I already did a translation of hectares to acres for you. That's all you're getting. And I'm trying to figure out what mutilated genitals with the sperm removed means. I assume it. Yeah, I assume he castrated right. himself. That's my assumption. But I was like, this feels like a translate a google translate error uh yeah that's like a very literal translation of something yes. that means something totally different um so that happened in 2015 so that uh, the article about this man who completed suicide shows up and also in 2016 there was this huge scandal because someone came forward and said within this cemetery 376 of these graves are empty graves. And if you go look at them, the headstones will either have a name or no name and no dates. And there's no one buried in the graves. And so the government sent in people to investigate and they found that um, in 277 of those graves, it was true. They were empty. There was no one in them. Uh, Any reason Um, why? Well, it's so... A money thing? Yes. So apparently, because my initial reaction was, well, maybe people just bought graves before they, it's a family plot sort of thing. Apparently it is illegal to buy cemetery land before you die because it's at such a premium in the city of Jakarta. So you can't buy land and be like, I want to be buried here. I'll pay for it now. You can't do it. Illegal. Um, But this cemetery, because it had expanded grounds, um, people were like, oh, there's more room. And they they were trying to say, no, no, we don't actually have that much room. That's why we have to charge such incredibly high rates. So they made a bunch of fake graves so that they could charge higher rates. And the government had to step in and be like, nah, dude, stop it. Whoa. Mm. Which is bonks. Yeah, yeah. which is bonks. Um, So those are the two, like, those are number two and three if you look up the cemetery. Number one that will come up is that it's haunted as shit. So it's got a couple ghosts. Okay. So one of them, and I found this um, article from this guy who like had a travel blog. This is like a blog spot. Like it's very old, but he like got stuck in the rain. He got stuck in the rain and like started talking to a groundskeeper who had been working there for like 14 years. And he was just like, oh yeah, go they'll definitely come out. I got a bunch of ghost stories and just told him everything he'd seen. Hell Yeah. Which is, he was like, he said something like, if you come at night, especially on an, on a, 
weekend night. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Tuesday. You, no, it's, yeah, weekends are better. Um, you won't be disappointed. Like, if you come looking for a ghost, a ghost will find you. Oh. Will a ghost wow. follow you home? Thick on the ground. Uh-huh. Um, so the first one that he said, the one he saw the most often, was a girl with a hole in the back of her head. Oh. Um, and she's in an all-white dress, and she hangs out by this one grove of, like, lime trees that are, like, back towards the edge. Okay. And, uh she has two black eyes and her hair is all messed up so they think she's like a murder victim obviously and she just like wanders around and like looks really sad and if you try and get too close to her she like wanders away what if she's like a nutcracker for mojitos and she takes the limes and puts them in the back of her head and then she oh maybe she puts the lime into coconut yeah and then she mix it all up and then she can just spit the lime juice out and make a delicious mojito uh, maybe at the uh i would pay extra for a ghost created mojito a ghost yeah because as we've learned most of the coconuts come from Indonesia. That's exactly. Right. This sounds delicious. Um, so the next one is described as, quote, a large hairy ghoul. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Same, same boo. Yeah, same. that's usually me after a couple weeks. Sasquatch yeah, shaving so the old legs. It's basically a large ape-like creature, okay. completely covered in fur. Watch. It's an evil spirit. It is oh. not human. Oh. Um, it has glowing red eyes and these really sharp teeth and it hangs out in this one area next to this really old well from back when it was a Dutch colony before it was even a Dutch cemetery. This well is that fucking old. So it hangs up by this old well and they were like, if you don't go near the well, it won't bother you. But if you get too close to the well, it will start to come for you. But it just walks after you very slowly. Oh, like but a it just keeps movie. walking. And I was like having flashbacks to It Follows. And I was like, that's scary as fuck. It's just trying that to work really up the courage slow- to ask. It's just trying to work up the courage to ask you out on a date. That's all. He's like, look, creepy. I know I'm hairy. I know my eyes are weird. But, but like, but could like you're you, real do pretty. You, do you do you think that one day you might be able to see past my hairy ass, my fucked up eyes, to see the ghost <laughs> the man that I that am. is within the ghost me, man that I am. I know I like need to see a dentist, but like, do you like Italian food? Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I like new. I, I'm like a really good noodle eater. Yeah, yeah except like it's, it's not. It's not a human creature. So oh oh, I think so, he wants to ask you out on a date to hell. I'd go. I mean, that's. I mean, why not? Some chicks may be open to that, man. No, I think a lot of chicks would be. Yeah. Um, But the most famous ghost is the ghost of, and most accounts call him a pastor, Mm. but I assume that is a a Google Translate Indonesian thing. I. Because they talk about he's wearing his like religious vestment garments. I assume he is a priest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Priest and and not. Yeah, which priest and pastor are not exactly the same thing, but I could see if you were Muslim, you wouldn't understand the difference. Yes. Um, But so there is a priest who walks around the cemetery, and this priest, no one's quite sure who he is. He's obviously very old. They think he's one of the original Dutch bodies that was buried there, Mm -hmm. because again, it is not a Christian cemetery anymore. No. Um, And this priest died... Much like Melly's ghost oh. from beheading. Oh, he has Ooh. no head. So he he does have a head. Oh. He just got tucked under his arm. He's oh. just walking oh, he's around, around with it. Him. Like a little football. He's oh. just walking around. And um, he also has a large black dog Ooh. that follows him. Doesn't, but the two don't interact. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, And if you Hell get too hum. close to either one of them, it disappears. But it's not like a ghost and his dog it's like maybe that 
black dog is like keeping watch on the ghost. Like maybe the ghost doesn't even see the black dog, you know? Yes. Like maybe it's keeping him there. Oh. That's what I was just like, oh, it's like watching him and he can't see it and we can see them both. You cannot go on, pass on, priesty man walking around with your head. Yes. So they think that the priest is walking around looking for his grave so that he can put himself to rest. But his grave is not there because it is not a Christian cemetery anymore. They think that he's probably buried at the... Hold on. I wrote it down. Tanar Kushir Cemetery, Mm -hmm, Uh mm -hmm. which is like not even in Jakarta. It's like the next town over. Oh, no, buddy. But it's where a lot of the older Dutch Christian graves were moved to. Right. So they think he probably was originally buried here at some point in the 1960s, 70s, was moved Moved. out into the the, outskirts. When the mobile grave craze really kicked up. Right. Yes. You could be buried anywhere. Spend yes. turn, have your family move you to someplace more eternal that you might like well, better I think than where it was you like, here. If we dig this old white dude up that no one gives a shit about because he's not Javanese, yep. mm-hmm. we dig this old white dude up and bury him elsewhere, we can sell this plot at yeah. a premium because grave space is so limited. Yeah. And then see if you can sell the body for parts and get a little bit I, of extra money. Yeah, yeah exactly. Do a little Birkin hair situation. Hell Super yeah. old body. I don't know. Maybe that's worth more? Maybe. I mean, There's maybe There's a growth less. industry. And who knows? Maybe you can start um, but, the bone through the no- nostril, you know, the septum piercing with the bone, a la Hulk hands. Sure. His bones, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's the most commonly seen ghost. Lots of people see him. The grounds people who like work in the cemetery all the time are like, oh yeah, he's here pretty much every week. Oh. But here's the weird thing about this ghost. He only shows up on Fridays. Okay. And he will show up if you, like, try to summon him or call him. He will not interact with you in any way. But he listens. He will show up if you summon him. The black dog always comes with him. Mm -hmm. But only to groups of odd-numbered people. So, like, he's an even racist. Group of five, he will show up. Group of six, he will not show up. Even if you ask nicely. Even if you ask nicely, hmm. even if you show up on a Friday, even like everything else he wants you to do. But for some reason, groups of odd numbered people and only on Fridays. Isn't that odd? Is there, He's very particular. Is there any like religious significance to odd numbers? I don't anybody can know. Think of? I'm not I don't a think, none biblical of the, scholar, unfortunately. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, none of, yeah, I'm sadly not a Muslim scholar. All of the internet research I did, which, as you can imagine, was very in-depth. Was it soups in-depth? Uh, didn't, I mean, at least six websites. Um, no one seemed to indicate that that was why. Every website also seemed to think it was odd, the odd-numbered number of people right. being necessary. The good so news is... So I don't is, think so. The three of us could go to Jakarta and The ask three him. of us could go to Jakarta on a Friday. On a Friday. And say, hey, and hey man, And ask up? this ghost to show up. And he'll show up and wander around with his black dog following him for a while. And then eventually he'll just disappear. And we just got to stay away from that well. Yeah. Maybe we'll stop by, get a mojito from that girl on the way out. Yeah, from her head. Her head hito. Yeah, a little head hito. Delicious. Um, so this ghost story is so popular that it became the basis of a 2006 horror film called John 2 Jeruk Parut, which is the name of the cemetery. Um, and it was a horror film that was rene- released in Asia mm-hmm. and was actually pretty popular. And then the uptick of people trying to go to the cemetery and find this ghost went way the fuck up. Uh-huh. 
And a bunch of people saw it. Like, a bunch of people went, oh, there's a horror movie. I'm going to go see them. And then they fucking did. So there's a lot of firsthand accounts. And it's people being like, yep, we had to go on a Friday. Yep, we had to bring an odd number of people. And yeah, we did see him. That's awesome. Uh, So apparently he just shows up. I'm probably on a government watch list for this. But I have found myself on a website called Hadith Answers. Okay. Okay. Those of you who know what the Hadiths are, you know why I'm on a watch list. So... Uh, the question, I humbly request if you could advise me on the significance of odd numbering in Islam. My reason for this request is there are many uh, sunats which are specifically performed in odd numbers of times. Mm. Okay, what did you learn? Indeed, Allah is one, which is an odd number, and he loves the odd number. Allah loves odd numbers. Huh. This is God's dog. Oh. oh, it's it's not, it's Allah's dog. Allah's yeah. dog. It's not oh, our those are not synonymous. Is that is that is that is that an incorrect thing for me to say? Whoops. I uh, I don't know. There is no God but Allah and Muhammad is prophet. Sure. Uh, I guess. Uh, whatever. I don't know. I don't. Look, guys. I I know. I know a little bit about a lot of shit, and I don't know any of it with any real particular you know depth. I know nothing about anything. <laughs> Yeah, we're definitely not a religious scholar podcast. Oh. Um, thank you for looking that up. That's interesting that it's odd numbers because the ghost is de- the ghost is a pre the ghost is definitely Christian. Yeah. But well, the dog is hunting down the, the priest. Or the dog is letting him out only yeah. his pet. Oh, maybe. Maybe the dog lets him out. Yes. Oh, the only dog lets him yeah. out. Yeah. Allah said Allah is a merciful God. You Let's may go walk out. around, priesty guy. You picked the oh. wrong pony, but we'll let the the dog's gonna walk you. The dog will walk you. <laughs> Allah is a god with a merciful pet. Yeah. <laughs> Sold. <gasps> Allah um, is a But d- so there were a couple other ghosts, but like there weren't enough stories to really pull anything together. It was really just a headless priest, which I thought was weird when you were telling your story. Also headless ghosts, but mine not in connection to World War II. No, just in connection with Dutch colonizers. Just headless people in Jakarta. In you know, Java. Like headless people in Java. They're they're thick on the ground in Java. Which is the most populous island uh, in the world, we've learned today. And there's 800 mm-hmm. billion islands. Yeah, 17,000. I learned quite a bit. 200. Love learning. (laughs) Woo, more. Anyway, so that is the ghost of the Jeruk Parut Cemetery. Yay. In Jakarta. Love it. Java. Indonesia. Awesome. Sweet. Well, that. Well, that brings us to this beer that we need to talk about because it's delicious. Yeah. Yes. This beer, I do think it needed to warm up. It did. It tastes better having sat out a little bit than it did fresh out the fridge. Yeah, because yes. like now it, it, it's warmed up a little bit. It's very smooth. A little, you get more ch- little chocolatey. chocolatey, little yeah. toasty. It says get warm and toasty with flavors of cacao, yep, caramel, there. and yep. toasted coconut yep. with a silky smooth, roasty, toasty body. Yeah. Let this porter carry you away. It is like they, they say it's silky and it is. The mouth feels very silky. I like it quite a bit. Yes, actually. it has a 30 plus SRM. Whatever, Whatever that, that means. Uh, SRM is the uh, color. Oh, it is dark. Okay. It yeah. is I was like, dark. I, I, I 39 eboos. I understand. Yes. 5.6 ABV. I understand. I understand. 30 plus SRM. Nope. nope. Been doing Number a beer three. podcast for three and a half years. Yeah. No SR- idea what that means. SRM is the color scale. Okay, so... It is very dark. Yep. It is dark. It is very dark. It's it is nearly serves. opaque. 
Yeah, like your, your average, your average like Miller Lite is like a one, mm. uh, and then the, as it gets darker, the number goes up. Like if you hold this up to sunlight, it almost doesn't come through. It is very dark. It's very yeah, dark. You can, like I can see, uh, I, I can see our kitchen uh, light through it, but it's not easy. <laughs> yeah, um, it is also very good. I don't get as much coconut as no, I was. It's expecting. very light on the coconut. I, I for get, a coconut porter, this is like a chocolate porter. Honestly. If you said chocolate porter, maybe even edging towards a coffee porter, I yeah. would believe you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm coconut, not getting a lot of coconut. No, they needed to up the amount of coconut. It kind of smells like coconut. Yeah, I, I think that that's where the coconut is coming for me. But that's kind of what I like about it. It's like it is not overly coconutted because in general, I just kind of like a porter, like chocolates, coconuts, little roasty toasty, l- l- lighter on the coconut, higher, higher on the chocolate with those chocolate malts. Mm. Very good. It's delicious. I think it's a great beer. It's also, like you said, silky smooth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 5.6%. This is a good beer. It's a really, really good beer. Agreed. Good job. Way to go. Where are you from? Trademark Buing in Long Beach. Long Beach. LBC. Long Beach. LBC. Well, hey, this is the part of the show where I get to pick a a winner. Guess what I love? Cosmic grapefruits. Love it. Floating around in space. Grapefruit. You can see it. the best grapefruits. Look up in the sky, idiot. You'll love it. You know what else I love? Headless ghosts. That's cool. You got a bunch of them. Carry your head around. Hey, if I could spend my afterlife carrying my head around like a football and talking to people by holding my face out, that'd be great. (laughs) You know what else I love? Dracula shapeshifters. Fingies touching you in the night. But if there's one thing I love more than anything, it's that Allah is a god with a merciful pet. (laughs) 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 Vanessa wins. Yay! I thought I might win for inventing a model cum politician. Yeah, model. That, that was a, that was pretty close. <laughs> oh no, I'm taking. I'll take me and Allah will take the win. Yeah, and his merciful pet. <laughs> me, Allah, and the merciful. I assume I am his merciful pet at this point. Oh, well, now we'll yeah. take the W. I I like it. You should. Well, um, the real winner. This was fun, and we got to learn fun things about Indonesia. Yeah, things I didn't know before. Maybe you guys learned something fun about Indonesia too. I if you already knew all of this, you were better than us. Good, we went to American public schools. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I say. You knew that already, nerds. Anyway, nerds, nerds, geography nerds, nerds. There can only be one nerd, and it's me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Come back next week. There'll be more booze, and there'll be more bros. And until then. Cheers. Cheers.